Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. Uh-huh. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shasky. You listen to the 957 the game, the morning roast. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Super Bowl week is here. Super Bowl week is here. Finally, 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 we'll start breaking it down left and right. The coaches, the players, as both teams touched down at Las Vegas yesterday. Last night, I should say. Uh, 49ers getting there due to all the weather uh, delays with the airplanes and everything going on. Hopefully, everybody is safe, as we say. Good morning to everybody out there getting off their graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening, please drive safely. I'm seeing too many accidents driving on 280. Too many accidents on 101. Drive slow. It's not worth it. Don't text and drive. The weather's crazy right now. The wind is whipping. Please drive safely. As we say, also, good morning to the Comcast Business Text Line. YouTube and Twitch brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says we are six days, nine hours, (laughs) 22 minutes. And 24 seconds away from the big kickoff Sunday in Las Vegas. What up, Shasky? What's going on, man? Did it hit you? It did hit me yesterday. What part? That the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas and that the 49ers are in it. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? My mom kind of did it for me. Why is it? What did she so say? So my niece's birthday, uh, she celebrated her 12th birthday. I can't believe she's 12 already. Nine I, Nine I Alexander. Uh, happy birthday to you again. She's wearing makeup now, which is crazy. It's a tough She's got age. braces. It's a very tough age. <laughs> and Chaz can't get enough of her. Chaz is following her out, but my mom goes, Bonte, you're going to the Super Bowl. You're going to be out there at the Super Bowl, and the Niners are in it. And I was like, wow. Wow. Super Bowl, Vegas, the 49ers, the game we all huddled around to watch. Yeah, it's starting to hit me. And then you see all the media. We're going to have Jason Dumas live from Las Vegas. He's going to join us at a uh, 9 o'clock hour on the Boxer Girls and Guests line. We're going to effort Q to get the landscape of Las Vegas. First of all, it's Las Vegas, but it's the Super Bowl. Think about that. The Super Bowl. You know, B, I was thinking long and hard about just like the Super Bowl rotation, right? In, In the 
golf world, they have the Open. And it's uh, basically it rotates amongst these right. five or six classic courses. For our lifetime, the way the Super Bowl is, is yeah, if you build a new stadium, they promise they're going to give you one. Levi Stadium got one, right? They got into the rotation. Minnesota got one. I think Atlanta's getting yep. one. Or... They, they've had they've had a couple. They've yeah. always had, ever since the Georgia Dome, yeah. they've been in a rotation now. Mercedes-Benz Dome. There you go. They get one. They get the World Cup now, semifinals, yes. all that stuff. So, but like, it's been Miami, New Orleans, and... Glendale. What's Phoenix, that? Phoenix, and, Glendale. And Scottsdale, but yes, Scottsdale. Phoenix, yes, yeah, you're right. You're, you're probably, no, you're right, Glendale, yes. But like, I believe Las Vegas is now in that rotation. It's going to be in that rotation. I know we view Las Vegas a lot of different ways. Some people view it as the, you know, it's the gambling capital of the world, and, and you're not wrong. It's one of the biggest corporation capitals of the world. Right. And you look at these big conglomerates that are going to be parading down into Vegas this week. To me, Vegas as a sports town and Vegas as a corporate entity, this is going to be awesome. No, it's going to be awesome. It's, and we're going to get into how Vegas has exploded as a sports market. I cannot believe, after years of having prize fights, some of the top fights in the world ever, you know, Holyfield Bow. You know, Parachute Man. Yeah, Tyson Holyfield. Yeah, Hagler Hearns. You know, Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler. I mean, you've had some of the top fights in the world that's ever been had in Las Vegas. You got UFC now, and then you get the hockey team, the Vegas Golden Knights. They've got a Stanley Cup. You get the Las Vegas Aces, back-to-back champs in the WNBA. You're going to get a baseball team. At some point, they're going to get an NBA team. They've got the Raiders. Like, it's just crazy that the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas with the strip and all the lights and everything. It's going to be a wild scene out there, but the Niners are back in it. They're back in it with Kyle Shanahan and Debo Samuel and Brock Purdy, as you see him touchdown in Las Vegas with the hats on. And it's on, baby. It is on. The final breakdowns, media day is going to be happening. The Niners are back here after being there five years ago. It has been a long journey to get back. A lot of setbacks in the NFC title For game. Sure. The quarterback question, who are, who are you going to get? Is it Kirk Cousins? Is it Brady? Is it Jimmy G? Is it Trey? We said it on Brock Purdy. He's now leading us into Las Vegas, and we feel really good about it. Chris McCaffrey's here. He's played in his first ever Super Bowl, and he's been a stud. Trent Williams. After being stuck in Washington for so many years, not sniffing the playoffs. I mean, his one playoff moment, he slapped Richard Sherman in the helmet. That's what he's known for in the <laughs> it's playoffs. True. Or pointing at the Dallas Cowboy fan laughing. Or, but that's probably not as big as the Sherman moment. No, no. Man, I mean, yeah, probably not. Probably not. He was in a better mood in Dallas, though, because he was coming off a victory. But it's just the Super Bowl's here. I know. And, and by next Sunday, we're going to find out whether or not Kyle Shanahan has made the leap. Or is he going to be known as... A young Andy Reid. I've got a uh, good conversation regarding Kyle Shanahan, but I don't want to do it now. I want to tease it now. I want to ask you, you, you referenced Vegas price fights. What big events have you been to in Vegas? Because I'm not a big Vegas haunch. Yeah. I, I went there recently for a softball tournament. I've been there a couple times in my life, and I saw some events, and I just wanted to share. But what, what big events well, have you done in the Vegas? The first time I've ever gone to Vegas was when I covered a Pac-12 championship tournament. For, and it was for hoops? basketball, okay. for men's basketball. And it was, you know, Delon Wright was playing for Utah. Oh, wow. Uh, Kyle Anderson, Zach Levine, Jordan Adams was playing for UCLA. Eric Gordon, Nick Johnson was playing for Arizona. Um, so was that tournament. I mean, it was, and I was like, wow, this is great. But I've never been a Vegas guy. But that tournament, it was held at the MGM Grand. Oh. And in between games, people would run up to the sports book, yep. place their bets. Yep. Then you go back down courtside. And I was like, wow. 
Vegas could hold a tournament here. And obviously, they had the Mountain West out there. Mm -hmm. They had the West Coast Conference uh, tournament out there. Sometimes they get the Big West tournament. So I was just thinking, like, man, Vegas is... This wouldn't be bad for a sports town. Yeah. So that was the one big event. I've been there. When when else did I go there? I went there for the Jets Raiders game this past year, but that's it. Okay. That's so really you went it. to Allegiant. Oh, it's it went to Allegiant. Yes. And then uh Summer League. I covered Summer League one year. So now that was and at Summer League. Thomas and Mack? Thomas and Mack. Yeah. Thomas Mack and Cox are connected together. Yes. And so you, you could go into Cox Pavilion uh-huh. and all you gotta do is walk down the hallway, you're at Thomas and Mack. It's a big walking town. Right. At least I, I found it to be a, a big walking town because I walked the strip. So I went December third, that weekend, and it was Niners Eagles, okay? And when I went Friday night was the Pac twelve championship. We were staying at Planet Hollywood. So it's on one end of the strip. And I walked all the way, me, Crow, and my buddy Gabe, all the way through the Excalibur, where we're staying this weekend. And I went to Allegiant Stadium. And the entire time I thought everybody was walking to the game. No, no, no. They were going to the hockey game. They were going into the casinos. They were doing everything. There was also a Pitbull concert. Right. Everything. It wasn't just one thing. It is a huge event town. And I kind of underestimated it. Like in terms of being able to support big sports. So Friday night, I go to Allegiant Stadium. And you you said it to me, and I didn't listen to you. I should have brought aspirin into that stadium. It is so loud. And a college event maybe is different than some of the NFL right. events be my head was ringing from how loud it was and it's a beautiful stadium oh it is absolutely beautiful stadium so then Saturday I went to the MGM to watch a basketball game Gonzaga versus USC and our boy Roxy Bernstein tell me more was on the call with Jay Will and I walked right up we got to sit you know courtside right. Roxy hooked it up please and, explain <laughs> yes and all the UW fans were also Gonzaga fans right and to your point on the MGM I had never been in there and I was like oh this is really really cool they didn't have the same amount of seating for a boxing because right. they kind of put curtains yeah up. yeah yeah but the way it flows into the casinos. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I underestimated the oh, entire Vegas. experience. Vegas, so Summer League, been down there a couple times. And the access you get in Summer League, which is really you get a lot of access to players. So I remember I was looking back at some old videos not too long ago for Yardbarker Fox Sports when my guy Eddie Masonette and I used to do these videos for Yardbarker slash Fox Sports. We had a young Kelly Oubre Jr. in one of those videos. No. We were doing One's Gotta Go. Fast Five, In and Out, Five Guys, Super Duper Burger, whatever it was. And there was a young Kelly Oubre Jr. But you get the access. And I, I watched how Vegas fans flock to the gates. When they open the doors, you ever see Jerry's World where they yeah, open the gates and all the Cowboy yeah, fans running right there? Yeah. That's the same thing with Summer League. They're running in there to get a seat. And when Lakers, when Laker games are happening, even in Summer League, Thomas and Mack is packed. 16,000 plus, packed. When you get a big game, you know, between the top two picks of the draft, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. packed. And so I thought, damn, if Vegas had a basketball team, they'd have no problem selling it. And now you see it with the hockey team. Yeah. You see it with their football team, the Raiders. Although a lot of people say it's a neutral site game for the Raiders. And when I was at the Raiders-Jets game, it was mostly Raider fans. It was about 75% Raider fans. And that was Raiders-Jets? Raiders-Jets. Jets have a pretty big fan base. They got a big, pretty big fan base. Yeah. And I get that a lot of away teams are going to use that as their road trip yes. of the season. But Las Vegas as a sports capital, it's quickly becoming that. And they're getting tournament games. Yeah. Think about the Sweet 16 March Madness last year. Sweet 16 Elite Eight is in Las Vegas. Yeah. UConn, Gonzaga's, UCLA. They're getting preseason games here at the T-Mobile Arena. They're getting all the USC fights, and now you get the Super Bowl. You better believe that they're going to be in a rotation 
for the rest of Todd. Yeah, no doubt. That's the way I'm looking at it. And I was just thinking, like, when we were kids, my the majority of my Las Vegas, because we didn't go there. Like, my family didn't go to Vegas. We, did, we didn't fly. We didn't have right. any money. You yeah, know, number I, one. I didn't fly until I was 18. <laughs> I, I was, was 21. Yeah, yeah, I was 21. But, like, point being is, like, my all my views of Vegas were through either, like, TV or movies. Right. Like, Casino, Goodfellas, you know, movies like that. Striptease. Stri- Showgirls. But having now gone saying. there, no, no, no. Elizabeth Berkeley, shout out Elizabeth Berkeley. No, no, don't talk. Do about not her. talk about that. And I went there. I went there in like my twenties, right? And it was so different than what it is now. I went there now, and I was thinking to myself, like, it's so mainstream. Like that was the thing I kind of underrated about it is that back in the day, and I was watching the Tony Hawk doc, and I've watched different things like when it comes to like weed for right now. Like weed, fifteen years ago, if you wanted to buy some weed, you had to go meet somebody where in a parking lot somewhere, or you had to meet them, you know, at, at a McDonald's right. or whatever. Nowadays, I can have ease deliver the stuff right to me, right. depending on the state that I live in. Okay, and, and I was watching the Tony Hawk doc, and the reason I bring that up, my brother was a skateboarder. There was a stigma with skateboarding. Yeah, and Tony Hawk talked about it. If you were a skateboarder, it's like, oh, he's a pothead, he's a punk, he's this, he's that. Skateboarding is the most innocent thing that's out there, right? And now it's totally mainstream. But 15 years ago, if you would have seen a kid with skateboarding, oh, there's a bunch of punks, they're going to spray paint the wall. Totally mainstream. Las Vegas went from being this taboo place that none of the sports entities wanted to dip their toe into. And now, to your point... I think they're getting baseball. I think they're getting a, an NBA team. No, they, they will. The WNBA team was at the right. MGM when right. I was watching Gonzaga USC. Exactly. It was a who's who. No, they, they sell it out. And my guy, Brian Francis, one of my good friends, uh, went to George Washington High School with me. He attended UNLV right out of high school, out of Washington. This was back in 2000. <laughs> this guy has never come back. He's got a family, three kids, lovely wife, Portia, big house. Living large. And he's told me, every time I go to Summer League, I go meet up with him. And he's like, dude, we this is a basketball hotbed, man. There's a lot of fans out here. I think if we get a sports team, Vegas, Vegas could really boom. And it is booming. A lot of my family members on my father's side of the family have moved down to Vegas, living in Henderson, gotcha. living on the outskirts. Vegas is booming, man. And you look at their high school program. I was just going to say. Bishop Gorman have been on TV yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Not just the Snoop Doc. Remember the Snoop and Son mm-hmm. when his son was playing mm-hmm. for Bishop Gorman? But I remember Dorian Thompson Robinson playing in the game. That's when I saw Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, playing for Miami. I was like, Dalvin's got a little brother? Oh, this guy's destined for the league. And what do you know? He's a star back with the Buffalo Bills and a pro bowler. So, no, nah, I'm, I'm, when you think about it, Vegas had potential. Potential. And kudos to the NFL and kudos to these sports leagues for not being afraid of the gambling aspect of everything and embracing it and for players, for the most part, policing themselves. For the most part, the Raiders, outside of Henry Ruggs and a couple others. That could have happened anywhere. Anywhere. But... They police themselves out there. You don't hear a lot about no, the players getting in trouble out there in Vegas. You know, you were talking about how basketball is a hotbed. It's crazy because, like, 20 years ago, I, you know, hey, we're going to Vegas for a baseball tournament. Like, a bunch of 12-year-olds. Right. Like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Beat, when I was at the, the the airport going and coming back, lacrosse for days. There were tons right. of lacrosse kids, tons of basketball kids. I, I There were fields for days. You're talking about Henderson? Right. Literally, you're, you're, you're driving out there, and there are hundreds of soccer, lacrosse, and softball fields all over the place. So to your point about it being a, a an adolescent sports hotbed, absolutely. And now yep. you're seeing the professional stuff just, just explode right. out there. I don't know, man. I, I think Vegas, it's going to be Miami, Phoenix, 
It's going to be L.A. at New some Orleans, point. New Orleans, New Orleans and Vegas are going to be in the, the prime rotation yeah. of Super Bowls. That's why it's, you know, kudos forward. to Al Guido and Jed York and them for getting the Super Bowl at Levi Stadium in 2025? No, 2026. Yes. 2026. L.A.'s getting it the year after. So SoFi's getting okay. So SoFi, oh, yeah, yeah. they've already had one. Yeah, I knew that, but that, that's <laughs> a pretty quick turnaround. I, I wonder who's going to be bumped out. Is it going to be Tampa Bay that's bumped out? Yeah, is it going to be yeah. Jacksonville? Will Jacksonville ever get a Super Bowl again? No, I don't. You know, you're going to get Dallas in a rotation, Jerry's world. I don't think people want to go to New York when it's cold. They do want cold weather Super Bowls, but w- would you go back to Minnesota? Minnesota's had a couple Super Bowls now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never B, I've never been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have no idea what to make of any of this. I'm shocked that we're going to Vegas. And New York, New Jersey just got announced they're going to have the World Cup final yeah. in a couple years. Now, is that going to be in the winter? That or is summer. So that's what I thought. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're going to need to bring in grass. Because mm-hmm. FIBA does not let their soccer players play on turf. Well, that turf You is, know, that, that left is turf, the worst is turf is terrible. So hopefully they'll go to it grass. Come to the World Cup now that we have this. Like we couldn't just do this. We're a multi-billion dollars. And it takes right. the World Freaking Cup. Sorry, Messi's not going to play on it. Oh, okay, we'll change it. Five games at Levi Stadium, and I believe as a uh, for the World Cup for the World Cup. Hell and I believe yeah. if you're a seat license holder, oh, nice. you'll get some dibs on some tickets. Uh, so that I sounds like on, something I'd like to go. Yeah, to. I plan on. Especially, man, you imagine if they get like Argentina. You imagine <laughs> if they get Brazil, Ronaldo, Portugal. I'll take the Netherlands. I'll take England. Just start naming countries. I'll take France. Belgium. Give me Spain. Bel- hey, the Red Devils. Belgium. They're not. They're no joke. Come on. You know about Belgium. Spadone. No, but the, I think the one thing that, you know, we're very lucky in this industry. You and I have got to experience a lot of events. This not, feels like one of the crazier. Nice. This is the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl. This is Mahomes, who arguably is like a LeBron in yeah. the sense that we're already calling him one of the greatest players ever. He's 28. Well, he's 28, and it's Vegas, and it's the Niners, and it's the Super Bowl. This is and insane. It's the Super Bowl, where all the stars are going to be out, all the cameras, all the paparazzi, the halftime show with Usher. Like my mom was, eh, shout out Becky Tindall yesterday. She had her at night night's birthday. She goes, Bate, this is the Super Bowl. You grew up watching this game every single Super Bowl, from the pregame shows to the halftime shows. This is the Super Bowl. So this is numero uno for me. It's just, this is going off my bucket list. And it is Mahomes. Why, by the way, when I think about top five regular season games for a quarterback, I think about Jim Kelly, Steve Young, dueling at Candlestick Park. Yeah, yeah. Remember early yeah. 90s? They, yeah. It was like over uh, 500 to over I was say, near 1,000 total yards, 34-31. Both these guys just slayed it yep. all over the field. Yep. Marino Bledsoe, Joe Robbie Stadium with the baseball diamond. Uh-huh. That happened to be on NBC, and I'm like, wow, look at these two quarterbacks just throwing all down the field. I couldn't believe it. A young Bonta Hill, eyes just popping out of his head. I contend that Mahomes' performance last season at Levi Stadium was one of the five best regular season games I've ever seen from a quarterback. Wow. Watching that game back, because I didn't get to go to that game. We're at NBC. Incredible. It was the first game on the telecast, Kings-Warriors. I was a little ticked off about that. So Sakti, Tella, and myself watching in the room. And Mahomes, the throws he made in that football game, got me thinking, in order to win this Super Bowl, Niners better put up 30. That's minimum. To your point on that game, uh, my grandfather had circled that game to go to at the beginning of the year. I've seen a lot of great quarterbacks come through Candlestick. I was very blessed, very spoiled, very right. lucky. I saw Kurt Warner. I know people go, oh, Kurt. Yeah. No, Kurt Warner. Old man Kurt Warner was amazing to watch because he'd hold on to the ball right before mm-hmm. getting blasted and then just deliver it over the middle. Brett Favre. Uh, I mean, you referenced Tom Brady. seen Tom Brady right. a couple times. You know, and, and Tom's his own entity. Right. Uh, saw Drew Brees multiple times. Saw Eli Manning. I've seen them all, okay? Right. 
the Mahomes throw where he rolled out left yeah. and flipped it like 65 yards in the air effortlessly over the top. I think it was to Valdez Scantling over both safeties is one of the greatest throws I've ever seen in my life. It was on the third down, too. It's on the third down. So, Ernie Chavez, you're right on YouTube. When I seen him throw that ball. <laughs> I forgot about that, that one. I think that performance is better than the Super Bowl performance in Super Bowl 54. That performance last season in the regular season, he threw for over 423 yards. He had nine incompletions, threw for five touchdown passes, and was taking deep shots. So if you don't think he's going to do that again on Sunday, think again, because Valdez Scantling has his confidence back. He's got his confidence back. So I think the Niners, in order to win this game, and we'll break it down all week long. I can't wait. Niners going to have to score 30, at least. Forget the defense for a second. Brock Purdy, Debo, McCaffrey, I'm going to put up some numbers, buddy. You know, Debo and McCaffrey are going to have to have monster games. There's no question about it. And it feels like when Debo has a good game for this team, they feel unbeatable. When Debo has, like, name a good game he's had where they've lost. Very few. Very few. Very few. Like, Very McCaffrey few. can have a big game and they can still lose. You know, I, I do feel like when IUC has big games, they also win. But, you know, this offense is going to have to score. I mean, you got Mr. Irrelevant going up against one of the greatest <laughs> players the game has ever seen. This is a David versus Goliath matchup. Mr. Irrelevant starting in the Super Bowl. How about that story? You would think we all love underdog stories. J.J. Watt, he, he... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He had a tweet yesterday. He was like, you know, we usually love underdog stories. But for some reason, Brock Purdy gets all this hate. Anyway, we're going to get to the lines. 888-957-9570. We'll talk at Super Bowl. And we will get to the call to state warriors. Oh, my God. Oh, Monte, my That was God. one of the worst losses. Oh, well, how many times are we going to say that? No, you? because that one, like, when you drop 60, I mean, come on, man. I mean, Clay, my guy Clay, man. My guy Clay. Probably his worst game of the season. Yeah, but I feel we're, like we're being – we're piling – not you, but – I. We're all piling on. It's, like, it's a number of things going on with the Golden State Warriors, but at the end of the day, they need rim protection. They need rim protection. Bad something we can get into on the other side after Nick and Berkeley. You know, uh, what's coming up in the game? Brought to you by your Northern California Toyota dealer. Your calls here on the Rust. The Morning Roast is live on YouTube right now. Take it away, Bonte. All right, Steph, we'll get to you guys in just a second as the Warriors are in Brooklyn and. Uh, Tough, tough loss Saturday night to Atlanta in overtime. The Warriors haven't won three games in a row since mid-December when they're on that five-game winning streak. And in that five-game winning streak, two of the wins was against Portland. One of the wins was against Washington. You had the dramatic comeback victory against Boston, but they've been inconsistent. They can't just win one, lose one, lose two, win one, win one, lose two, lose one, win one. 
A lot going on there. But let's get to Nick and Berkeley. Nick and Bro. Oh, before we get to Nick and Berkeley, I gotta let people know. <clears throat> Pardon me. How would you like to have breakfast with the morning roast? I would. You have a chance at seven thirty and eight thirty today. Oh my God! You get a chance to win to have eggs and toast with the roast. Tune in at seven thirty, eight thirty to learn how you can win. This contest will go go on until what tomorrow? Tomorrow we're shutting it off, right, Lubbock? Tomorrow. <clears throat> I guess we could shut it down Wednesday, huh? Wednesday is the last day. Wednesday's the last day, all right. Wednesday's the last day. Two I'm winners each day. Monday. Two winners each day, and each winner gets to bring a plus one. Word on the street is well, it's not a word on the street anymore. It is official. Prop chicken, proposition chicken. In Oakland, we'll provide the food. Ari and Max, they're gonna hook us up. Breakfast sandwiches galore. Chicken. You know me. I love you some fried chicken. Who that doesn't? Happened. Like, honestly, who doesn't love fried There's chicken? There's some people who don't. I, I bet you we throw the yeah, lines Yeah, I don't out. trust those people. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I'm tired of the slander of chicken. People slander chicken? It's like fried chicken. Like they, they, who slanders who chicken? Who doesn't love fried chicken? Who doesn't? You know what's underrated is the Wingstop chicken tenders with the lemon pepper. <laughs> I'm telling you, who slanders chicken? That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know who slanders. I've never met anybody. I know Nick at Berkeley doesn't slander chicken. No. Nick, all right, come on. You love you some chicken, right? Oh, man. Chicken and waffles, chick, chicken and uh, chicken, chicken uh, from Wingstop with the lemon man and peppers late night. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I can eat like 30 in wings, man. <laughs> hey, look, man. I definitely want to eat some breakfast with y'all, man. Like, I, I, need, I don't know what y'all eat for breakfast, but I might eat some corned beef hash, too. You feel me? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> But so I'm like this, man. I don't care what the Chiefs are talking about. I don't care about the Swift narrative. I don't care about none of that. All I know is that our team is way stronger than we were when we previously played these cats in the Super Bowl. And, yes, Mahomes is dangerous, but, man, Tampa Bay shut him down one time. You know what I'm saying? It made him look really bad. Like, I mean, like, real bad. So all I'm saying is if the Niners play up to our potential, man, and Shanahan's in the zone, which he appears to be, we're gonna we're gonna dog walk these cats. So I'm thinking, is it gonna be close, or is it gonna be, or is it gonna be a blowout? And like Shasky, when you felt like it was gonna be a blowout, that one game where we blew them out, and everyone was kind of shocked. I was like, I was feeling like it might be close, and I was like, nah, you know, some could tell me it's gonna be a blowout. And then with this with Super Bowl, man, man, we we about to put it on, man. Our team is just our year, man. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking about it for 18 weeks, man. Calling in every week to talking to y'all about it, man. Up through the ups and downs, man. Now I just want to say, man, like, man. It's been an awesome season, man. We just got to finish, man. We got to finish this one deal, man, right now. And we can talk about other stuff, you know, for next season. But, man, this, this, it, it's all, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm not even thinking that they're going to lose. I can't even con con contemplate that because I know this team is so strong and these cats were so fired up against against the Lions on the sideline, man. When I was watching all the little highlights from the sideline, I like, it was just like, man, it, it's some magic going on right now. Yeah. And this ain't no pool. It's not a pool party. It's a, it's, it's a purdy party. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm just like, man, it's on and cracking. It's and on and cracking. One question for you. Go ahead. It's Dick. on and cracking, baby. I'm, Go I'm ahead, not Dick. concerned, man. So all Niner fans, don't trip off the refs. Don't trip off nothing during the game. Enjoy every second of it because we're about to do this. And I just want to know what what is y'all Super Bowl? What is y'all Super Bowl go to uh, uh, meal? I mean, like Safi, what does your dad make for the Super Bowl in big games? It's like I, I make gumbo. I make like a okay. lucky gumbo. Oh, you make gumbo for the Super Bowl? Damn, Nick! Man, I made gumbo. I made gumbo when we need to win. Well, I, I think it's it's team dependent. Like, who are we playing? Like, we used to do themes, right? So, if you're playing a you know a, a seafood like team, then you're gonna go with seafood. If you're playing, you know, uh, so if you're playing the New England Patriots, you're going lobster. 
Well, no, we never afforded or lobster. Or chowder? Yeah, but yeah, you're going to go somewhere in that direction. Like, that's what it used to be. My go-to, uh, which I believe to be the easiest and the best, if you're having a house party, this is just me, is I cook the Boston butt, a.k.a. the, the, the pork shoulder, and yeah. I'll do that the day before, all right? And then you reheat it day of in the crock pot. All right, and then you do pork sliders, so you can have the coleslaw with the Hawaiian rolls, and then the pork that's in the crock pot, ready to go with the barbecue sauce, and that way it's low maintenance, so people can kind of serve themselves throughout the day, and you don't have to worry about it. That's that's yeah. the way I do a little meal. Yeah, I'm not sure. My go to meal, I just eat a lot of junk during the Super Bowl. That's all I remember. Chips, a lot of chips, chicken wing, a lot of chips and dip, chicken wings, cheese. You know, cheese plates. Oh, I, I don't charcuterie. Know. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't even know what I'm eating on Sunday. I have a lot of Daisy Dips. That's what I eat. You should have Daisy Dips on Sunday. I don't know why you wouldn't have Daisy Dips. That dip is hitting. It hits hard, 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 hard. The guy that they need to dip in this game, as in get his production to dip down. I'm looking at one guy, and I know we're going to talk Mahomes, and there's no doubt about it. He's the the apex predator when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Bonte, I'm looking at a guy, 25 touches, 16 touches, but he was way more efficient, and 28 touches in the three playoff games that they've played. Over 100 yards in basically every single one of those games. Isaiah Pacheco, that's the guy, to me, that they have to slow down. Last year, he was the difference in the Super Bowl. When they played Philadelphia, and we thought, boy, how are they going to run the ball against that front right. in Philadelphia? They're so tough. They're loaded. You know, Mahomes, Mahomes only threw for 182 yards in that Super Bowl. Like, think about really? that. He only threw for 182. I would not. Now, the have, Eagles wow. had the ball for 35 wow. minutes in that football game. They dominated time of possession. 182. That's, I, I'm. Kind of shocked. 21 to 27, 182 for Mahomes last Super Bowl. And a he threw huge three penalty. touchdown passes and a huge penalty. Remember, they had the big punt return. That's right. They had the fumble for That's a touchdown, right. fumble recovery, Nick Bolton. But Isaiah Pacheco averaged five yards a carry in that game. <sighs> 15 carries, 76 yards. Uh, didn't do anything in the pass game. But also, Jarek McKinney, he's going to be back for this game. The former Niner, paper airplane. You know, he's got revenge on his mind. The Jet. The Jet. we got to make sure the Jet doesn't take off. We've got to make sure the Jet stays landed, stays on the ground. All right? Come on, man. You like that, Spinone? I do. You like that? you got to make sure he stays One of your man. great rants of all time was calling him the paper airplane. Oh, yeah, I remember One that. One of the greatest rants you've ever and, had. And, he, and he's come back and won a Super Bowl. Go figure. He was actually he's actually been really good. He's actually been very good. You knew he was going to be good for the Chiefs. He ran for 34 yards in that Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. Four carries, 34 yards. So Isaiah Pacheco's a good call. You want to slow him down because the run defense. We're going to play some sound from John Lynch and Shanahan and Steve Hooks about the effort of the defense in that NFC title game. That's bothering me. If we got to check dudes for effort in the NFC title game, then I'm feeling that's why the defense I'm expecting Bolton to have a big game. They just get a couple stops. It's a bonus to me. F- I just feel like you're going to have to score every possession. No, I'm, I'm with you there. But the effort thing, to say it was disappointing is an extreme understatement. Yes. It's unacceptable. Here, here it is, John Lynch. Yeah, th- this is unacceptable. I want to talk about this. I mean, that's that's one of our core values, and uh, you know, I believe that in my heart of hearts. It's something, you know, we, we've got four Hall of Famers that represent the defense I played in Tampa, and if you ask every one of us that played on that defense, what was our calling card? It starts with effort, and 
um, that being a non-negotiable. So those things have been addressed. Um, we've got one game. I don't. I really would uh, be shocked if, if we saw that again. And sometimes that comes. I mean, there's excuses for it. There's, but, but they're just that. They're excuses, and and that has to be non-negotiable. Play your heart out, and then we've got a lot of good players, a lot of good depth that you can get. So those aren't plays that we're proud of. Those players are proud of. It's been addressed, and I'd be real surprised. The fact that they had to address effort plays in the NFC title game bothers me. Big time. Big, big time bothers me. Now, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed, there are lots of videos on certain touchdown runs oh, yeah. where guys are jogging. Oh, yeah. At, and, and jogging, I say leniently. Yeah. Okay? And Chase Young is one of the main culprits on, on the videos, but also Gibson, and there, there's other guys. To me, it was more egregious on the on the non-touchdown plays. Well, I saw a lot of walking. Let's pick it up on the other side. It is walking. Warriors game day. Brought to you by Xfinity, the Xfinity TNG Network, made for streaming live sports. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. We're talking effort here on the Morning Rust. Effort, effort, effort. Time to play the game. Now. Back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. All right, this segment is sponsored by Golden State Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com and get you some 95.7 game gear right now at BreakingT.com slash 95.7. we got all sorts of cool 49ers apparel for you to wear this Sunday, as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here at 95.7 The Game. Go to breakingtea.com slash 957. Best t-shirts, great material. Go get you a morning roast t-shirt. A lot of roaster t-shirts. They're asking for them. Do we get the uh, whole t-shirt, I'm a roaster designed yet? No. People want I'm a roaster. I like that. And I almost feel like master roaster is about to become a thing with Benjamin Albright. And some of the calls said, I'm a master roaster. Oh, man, I'm a roaster. It's like being a master Jedi. I like that. Kind of like it. So, I do too. You know, maybe we'll get some t shirts in studio at some point I'm where a we Sith can show Lord them off. Roaster. <laughs> maybe we can get some t shirts in studio to show them off. We will get to the Warriors at some point because um, there's a lot going on there with the trade deadline coming up February 8th. February 8th, the trade deadline. Andrew Wiggins doubtful today with the sprained foot. Moses Moody is back. You hope that Clay Thompson can come back. His last seven games, he's. Not been good. He, he looked under the weather to me. And I know yeah. he wasn't wasn't feeling good uh, physically in terms of being sick. I just the pile on that I'm seeing on social media on Clay, like it's bad, but it's not. It, I, I feel like people are ready to you know treat him with such disdain, like he's Barry Zito. Well, like this is one of the like, and again, I know I've been at the forefront of, of critiquing his game and, and lots of stuff, but we're acting like he's the sole reason that this team's not good. There are a variety of reasons why this team is where it's at. You got suspensions, you've got ejections, you've got injuries, declining. You have consistent, consistent, inconsistent rotations. Yes, obviously getting older. Yes, yes, no rib protection. <laughs> there's a there's there's Mistrap a slew of problems. There's a slew of problems going on with the Go to State Warriors right now. And I do wonder from the fans, what happens if they stand pat? How would you feel about that donation? The Warriors still pat. Mike Dunleavy, Joe Lacob, Kirk Lacob, they said, you know what? We're gonna just stick with the roster we have. Are people gonna be ticked off? You're gonna be happy? It's unacceptable. It might be unacceptable. Would for you a lot be of happy real quick? Would you mm. be happy? Uh or no. What would your feelings be if they stood pat? Um, couple couple feelings. One, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's out there. You know, I'm not sure if there's any move that they can make to catapult themselves into the top six. 
Two, I would understand if they stood pat. He just said, you know what? Let's just play it out. Clay's coming off the books. CP3's coming off the books. Maybe you have more of a market to trade. You know, some of the guys who are making a lot of money. You may have to wait until the offseason and retool this team around Stephen Curry. But I don't, I mean, look, I like a lot of guys. I like Walker Kessler. I like Kelly Oladick. I like Kobe White. I like, you know, I, I, they need some quickness. They need athleticism. They need they need some size, for crying out loud. Draymond Green's playing his ass off, but could Capella and Okogwu combine for 39 points and 31 rebounds on Saturday? You're too small. And Okogwu missed a few around the rim. You're too small. So, you know, now all of a sudden you get to overtime and Kaminga fouls out. Wiggins obviously got hurt in the second quarter, so now you have no athleticism. Nobody could stay in front of Trey Young. Steph, Clay, I mean, oh my God, there was a possession in overtime. Dejounte Murray saw Clay and said, "Beep beep," went right past him. Well, That's just who Clay is right now. But I got mad at the coaching staff. They kept blitzing at the top of the key, uh, the top, like basically when you cross half court, and at the top uh, they were double teaming, and whoever was the the double team blitzer, they were allowing yep. Trey Young and, and Dejounte to go right around them. Yep. It was it was driving me insane. B three weeks ago, if they didn't make a trade, I would have lost my mind. Today. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like I and and just, maybe it's more just the sense of this feels like a lost season. And I I do agree with you that as I survey the land, right. I don't think that there's the deal out there. I will say, and I know that a lot of people will disagree. If LeBron James wants to team up with Steph Curry, let's do it. <laughs> I know you're laughing. I get it. I trust me. I know people don't like LeBron James. I I understand he might all be that. Going to New York City. What might be going to New York maybe, City? Maybe, but if he into wants. The garden. If with he the wants, color shoes. If, if that's what he wants, if LeBron wants to, to suit up with, with Steph Curry, let's do it. Like, on any given night, you guys know this, even though he's old and he's not what he used to be, on any given night, he can give you a top 10 player in the well, league performance. And he gives you a guy who can drive to the rim. And you'll get every and attack, call. And you'll get foul calls left and right. Defensively, you know, you may, but people come to play with, with LeBron. They do. And I think they'd be rejuvenated to play with LeBron and Steph and maybe Draymond's around here. I don't know, but... I, at any point, you got to be open to anything with the Golden State Warriors 100%. to extend Steph Curry's championship window. I mean, it's tough right now watching Clay Thompson. I'm not going to lie. Saturday night was his worst game of the season by far on both ends of the floor. He's chucking. He was forcing. 4 of 19, 2 of 13 from the three-point line. Over his last seven games, he's shooting 26% from three, 35 from the floor. He's hit a slump after going through a hot streak for about 23 games. He's hit a massive slump. But I think partly one of it is his own doing. You can't force shots the way you're forcing shots. You get down on the block. You get a post up against Trey Young. I don't want to see it fading away from the basket. Go up on Trey Young. Go strong. You can do that, Clay Thompson. But also the inconsistencies in the rotations has affected everybody at some point. You think? It's affected Wiggins. It's affected Draymond. It's affected Steph. It's affected Clay. It's just an inconsistent rotation, an inconsistent, inconsistent team with all kind of injuries, man. And we should have known this was baked into the equation. Well, and the irony is this, like, and I kind of been screaming and yelling about, you know, you got to trust the youngsters at some point. But when two of the youngsters are your top six guys, Pajemski and Kaminga, yep. that's a problem. When I'm paying a lot of other guys top tier money, right? You haven't seen Chris Paul for a month. We, Andrew Wiggins has been good for like four games. Right. You know, like that's not good enough, right? Pajemski is 20 years old. He's been in the league for six months. Right. 
He is one of your top six players right now. Now, that's a credit to him, but that's also a sad indication of the reality of where you're at. Right. How many teams in the league right now are going to have two guys, not one, two guys who are 21 and younger as their two. And I would argue Kaminga is the second most reliable scorer right, right now. now. Yes. Right now. Right, right now. now, absolutely. And Pajemski might be your second most reliable playmaker in he the half He might be. He might be. And that's asking a lot of the young men. It is. It is. So I, I just, I think the reality has sinked in for me where it's just like they're just not going anywhere right now. No. But if you could free things up to be more optionality, have more optionality for right. the offseason, I think you have to do it. Yeah. I, gotta, I don't know what that looks like. you got to find a sucker out there. Does Daddy Age, Age really want to break apart the Utah Jazz? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'll take Walker Kessler at $2.5 million per year contract right now and just try to work with it. I mean, the guy blocked four shots the other game. He had a double-double. We just need some bigs. What Every team, Minnesota, OKC, Denver, the Clippers, um, the Kings don't. Um, I'm missing a couple other teams here. Oh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. They've all got some sort of rib protection. Look at the top teams in the Western Conference. They've all got some sort of rib protection. Hell, San Antonio has would-be blocking shots. I'm not even, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even looking at the top teams. I'm looking at how far you are away from like the Sacramento Kings right now. What are you, six, seven games out of them? Yeah, you, you're far you're far from them in the standings in terms of talent. You could beat the Kings. I don't think the Kings are going anywhere, by the way. Shout out to Kenny uh, Caraway and Damian Barley. I talked to d Friday night. I did not realize huh. those jokers are up there selling empty calorie sweatshirts. Oh, good. Empty calorie <laughs> hoodies. So I asked KC and D-Lo, where are my royalties? Where are my royalties? Do some more doing a Kings pre- and post-game show mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday. So they walked in and Bully goes, hey, that's a bonus, really? And then Deuce, he, he gave it to Deuce. And Deuce came out of there and was like, man, you guys are harsh in the Warriors locker. I was like, hey, 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 we're trying to tell you about some bonus, man. He's Troy Murphy 2.0. Well, they're a springtime, you know, city. You know, they're not accustomed to playing deep into summer. No, they're not. They're not. They are twenty nine to nineteen. So that's why they're selling hoodies. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's not t shirts. It's pretty cool. Empty calories, and they got the uh, they got the number ten. If you pull up their websites, but do you see their empty calorie hoodies? No, I would not wear one. I would not do it. But the worst, yeah. They, I mean, the deadline's coming up February eighth. I have I have no idea what they're gonna do. I have no idea what they can do. Maybe the league just says, you know what? Screw you, Warriors. You've dominated this league for so long. So long. We're not dealing with you. Lay the bed you made. You know, as we bring up Chris Paul, it makes me think, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about this Super Bowl right now, right? And Chris Paul, like, hey, win one for Chris was kind of a joke that I had at the beginning of the year. If I were to put together a list of guys who, when you think of, couldn't win the big one, in yeah. all the sports, Harden, CP3, Westbrook, Charles Barkley, Charles Bar, okay, Charles Carl, Barkley, Carl, Carl Malone, Carl Mal- Carl Malone, okay. I mean, I know you don't like Tony to say Gwynn. that out loud. Bonds, I mean, hell, Chris Miller didn't win the championship. Uh, Barry Bonds, no doubt about it. Tony Gwynn, Stockton, John Stockton, Stockton That's a good okay. One. Like I'm thinking about all these guys. In their respective sports, who couldn't win the big one, right? Marty Schottenheimer comes to mind, like, and, and I know Dan Marino, Dan Marino, Dan Marino. I feel like this week for Kyle Shanahan, Bonte, and and you could disagree. I would love to hear your point of view. I feel like the guy who has the most to gain, and we can go players, you know, Debo or Nick Bosa, because then they you once you become a Super Bowl champion, you get lifetime money. Like, Ronnie Lott yeah. is going to be lifetime certified in the Bay for his championships. You know? We, we look at 
Clay Thompson, lifetime certified in the Bay for championships. But the guy who has the most to gain, perception-wise, not because he's going to lose his job, not because he's going to be on the hot seat. I'm talking about the perception of how it can change his entire life. For me, it's Kyle Shanahan. Not Brock Purdy? No. Why Shanny? Well, I look at Shanahan, he's 44 years old, okay? 44 years old. And when I look at his resume, 2016, for some reason, for some reason, he is the lone guy. You've brought this up over and over. Why is he the guy who gets the criticism for that Super Bowl? 28 to 3. He's too aggressive. Yeah. This I, guy was the NFL assistant coach of the year. I didn't even know that was an award. Yeah, no, it is. It is. They had the number one offense that year. Average 35 points a game, I believe. I mean, B. Atlanta. It was everyone's best year on that team. Devontae Freeman, Teva Coleman, Hooper, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Gabriel. I mean, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan won MVP. I contend that that Super Bowl wasn't his fault. I agree with you. I go through the game logs and I go through the film. I had an argument during the Spitz Crawford fight. Philly Zoo, yeah, yeah. Big Dog, wet, wet, we're in the backyard. And I'm like making a case. How is this on Shanahan? <laughs> That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, Philly Zoo's telling me, well, you could have started running the ball in the third quarter. So you would have played conservative knowing that Tom Brady's on the other sideline. Exactly. Like, like come on, you got to stay aggressive. Well, is anyone blaming LaFleur or Ben Johnson for their collapses in the second half from last week? No. Those are the offensive minds for those right. two teams. You're blaming. Dan Campbell. Exactly. You're blaming, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, so I find it absurd. 2019, okay? The Niners were horrible for five or six years, basically. 2019, they go on a great run, all right? And and they go on to the Super Bowl. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 